Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Have a Microphone. Uh, we have a microphone. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm Hampton. I'm Michael. And we're joined once again by the illustrious Justin McGann. Very well pronounced. Yes. Very well Did done. I get it? Very, yeah. yeah. Right. Spot on. Spot on. <sighs> Man, I've been building that one up. For like weeks in my head, yeah. I've been practicing in front of the mirror since, since we recorded since last time. Yeah, since last at time. least seven days. No, that was two weeks ago. We recorded the last one. I can barely remember. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I since then I embarrassed myself the last time. Yep. Uh, though I'm still wearing the Star Wars hat for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's yep. the end of my there story. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's I, a, very, I'm very I, honored to be brought back. Yeah. I, I spent the last two weeks like waiting by my phone. Am I going to be right back? Like, well, what do they think? Yeah. And then about five me? minutes ago, we called you. You rushed in an Uber. Right. Here. Yeah. You were like Uber Ultimate. Right. Uh, Uber Ultimate. Yeah. You don't have the Uber it Ultimate. Uber Ultimate. Ben's I have that. Space. I think when you use an Amex Platinum card, it unlocks Uber Ultimate for uh, you. The other day, right. we did Uber. It was like illuminate or something or inspire inspiration i saw that and i was like i don't don't know what this is i'm not using it we took it and it it was not inspirational it was a guy who didn't he didn't speak that much it's uber x and they give two dollars to charity oh that's it that's nice they don't really explain that if they explain that i would use it i would use it i thought it was going to be like uber pool where they force you to talk to each other it's like a mixing of minds or something no uber pool is a weird thing because before i left you could do Uber pool and you would never get matched up with anyone because their algorithm sucked. Yeah. And wait, now do you get matched? Yeah, you get matched people every time, so you can't use Uber pool anymore. We've done three times in a row. We haven't got matched. Yeah, really. I think it's because we live in like Dogpatch, which is. We're pretty much going to the mission, which there's nothing between here. I always get matched now, and so I don't use it anymore because other people. No, not worth it. No, no bueno. I'm gonna make a drink. Oh yeah, you should right now. It's that time of the episode. It is that time. Yeah. Let's just watch him. Let's just watch him. Yeah. I'm presenting. We don't need oh, to hear He is presenting. Well, there should be enough. Anyhow, so Justin. Hampton. Uh, you've had some experience in politics. I've had a, a little bit of experience in politics. I, yeah? I come from You ran from, from for office, I think? Yes, there was the, the uh, you know... Ill-fated. In, in Tampa, you ran as a city water commissioner. Right. And it blew up in my face. It was it was rough. But I, I feel like I've bounced back. It's cool. I feel like I've bounced back. Somebody found you peeing in the water, and they were like, <laughs> it was the scandal. It was. It was very scandalous. The Tampa Post-Sentinel uh, <laughs> the Tampa did Post- there. Hold on. There's, an, um, there's a really good paper, the St. Pete Times. No, it, uh, I like the, the Tampa Post Sentinel, but you can read the same. The Tampa time. Tribune. That's, is that another one? <laughs> yes. Oh, right. oh, Look at that! Wow, yeah. drinks. So you wait. I mean, oh, yeah. I, th- I thought this. So okay. So I presented a small tumbler with a uh, whiskey in it, and it is Mosswood whiskey. Um, it is. A barrel-aged American whiskey. Um, it's uh, America. distilled in San Francisco. Wow. Which is kind of fun. Um, wait, sorry. It's aged in... Oh, wait, sorry. No, it's distilled in Indiana, and then it's bottled in Berkeley. So close yeah. enough. No, but it's um, aged on uh, uh, Treasure Island. Oh. They have okay. all their uh, casks. So, and what's cool about Mosswood is the casks they age them in 
Uh, there are three ones. They do a an apple brandy aging, uh, a sour ale aging, and an espresso aging. So they have an espresso barrel. They age the whiskey in it, and it tastes really, really good. This one is an espresso one. Um, it's really, really tasty whiskey. Um, I highly recommend it. And right. so we're drinking. Well, based uh, on your recommendation, I will drink one. Good, <laughs> good. Um, yeah. And with this American whiskey, why don't we talk about American politics? Oh, do you ver- like that? that, amazing, that was a segue. Amazing, amazing segue. Amazing segue. It's almost like an interest that the three of us share. It's politics. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Almost. Cheers. Mm. Mm. The sound that nobody Whiskey. wanted in their ears. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. That was. No, Hampton. That was pretty good. Uh, no, the whiskey tastes really nice, actually. It's like yeah, a, it's lovely. got like an espresso good, coffee thing, yeah. and it's a pretty good whiskey. It's a good whiskey. It's a good whiskey. Like after that explicit tag, I can say fucking once an episode. I know, right? This is an explicit podcast, children. Come no, I can't girl. send this to my mother now. <laughs> <laughs> One day, my mom will discover this podcast and then disown me. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no. So, but you did work in politics. I did work in politics in 2012. I worked um, for the Obama campaign. I. Now, who is that? <laughs> Obama, um, a young senator from yes, a young senator with, state a, senator. with a star in his eyes. Um, I worked in Florida. Um, uh, what did I do? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. On. I mean, what did no, I? That's great. So I, what I did was I worked with the data team for the border states. Um, if people don't understand how politics works, there is only a handful of states that actually matter in the presidential elections because of our fantastic electoral system, um, it's winner take all. So states that are very strongly Republican, we don't care about. States that are strongly Democratic, we don't care about. We only fight over you know, Ohio, Florida, these, ba- these battleground states. Um, so I worked in headquarters at the Florida, um, and what I did was I worked with border states. So all of the surrounding states that we were not going to contest, um, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, Missouri, some other states as well. I think I had six in total. Um, their efforts went into Florida. So I did search targeting for those states so that when you went and volunteered in Texas, what you were actually doing is calling someone who I had selected in Florida because we thought that this would draw a larger turnout in Florida and we would win the state, which we did. So congratulations, Justin. Good job, Justin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for reelecting. Thanks, Obama. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Michael, you had a call from recently where somebody was trying to pitch you on helping out. I know, I know, and I always feel bad because, well, I never, like, know, no. I never know if it's a good thing, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, like, being a non-citizen, if I should just be like, I'm a non-citizen, like, you're wasting your time on me. Like, I, I t- totally support. But they want you to volunteer. I, I don't know if that's good. Uh, like wait is, is if it, you want to you should volunteer as a non-american I, sorry i i know a couple of republicans um in the deep south who i feel like a, if i came a couple a couple uh i didn't i, I mean a, a lot baker's of, dozen a lot of hampton's family there are a uh, few republicans that are in the not that are not crazy about people from not america yes and I feel like me going and saying, oh, no, you should really, like, seriously, we've got a great in Europe. You'd love it. Like, you should vote for Obama because he's the closest thing you're going to have to a socialist president. I don't know if that's, like, what people want to hear yeah. or if 
Or maybe with my borderline British accent, which I've mostly lost, I can try and convince that them. That fake British accent. I know. That fake British accent. Oh, at, governor! At this yeah. point, at this point, the the listeners all know that Michael's actually from New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up. It's true. I mean, I mean, it's amazing he's held it together this yeah. long. I like to. I like to say it was like the south side of New Jersey. So it's it's like the nice like like beachy area. So it's not the like Newark. Like, oh, it right, was right, the, right, right, right. It was right, the right. nice end of the city. The shore. Right. Right. It wasn't quite that. But um but you know. But yeah, that that was a big secret. Thanks thanks Justin no, but for be, spilling it. But volunteering is mostly calling people and harassing them. So do I have right. to but do I have to put on an like a, an American accent? No, you don't have to you sound so smart. You sound no, so smart. We, we should do a fucking fundraiser. Well, That's what we should do. Yeah. That's way better than calling, right? Uh I mean it depends, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> There's there's good things about both. There's good things about both. Like we're white people with good jobs. Like we don't want to call people. So you just give money. If I make my, am, am I really here making my pitch for why people should go and volunteer and call people? I, I think no. so. Yeah. yeah. Please so, do. I mean, so, do you want to? I can. I can tell you why you should volunteer. I, like I mean, I will absolutely. I'm not going to work this next election cycle. Sorry, Hillary. <laughs> but I will volunteer. Um, and I think that people should. I think for multiple reasons. Um, I think people are afraid to volunteer because they think that they're going to get yelled at. Hmm. Um, I will tell you as someone who was in charge of doing search targeting that that's not going to happen. You're going to call. Um, people always think that you're trying to, that you're expected to persuade people. Hmm. That's not actually what elections are about, especially in the field. It's about persuading people to vote or not. Hmm. Um, hmm. I would be really bad at my job if I were sending you to a Republican's door. <laughs> like the, I'm, I'm not that bad at my job. Yeah. Um, I'm actually sending you to people who I think have a high support score, but a low voter turnout score. Hmm. And so I know that if they do vote, they will vote for Obama, but I'm not sure that they will vote. And that's why I'm sending you to their door or that you're yeah. calling them. I'm not going to send you to some independence door and think like this random volunteer is going to persuade this person to vote for Obama instead of Mitt Romney. Yeah. That's not how things work. So if like a happy person shows up at somebody's door, that'll make them like... Right. Oh, I, I see a face don't, of a Hillary right. supporter. Right. Don't think that by volunteering you have you're you're out there like working the, the like front lines and like persuading people. No, that's not actually. Does like, nobody do that? Uh, there's persuasion, which is a, a separate like campaign, and it's a it's a little bit different. But um, it's huh. uh, most elections are about voter turnout and not about persuasion. Hmm. Uh, at the election, we called it GOTV, which I hated a lot. It's get out the vote. Um, no. There's actually it's just as fast as they get out the vote as it is GOTV. They're, they're all monosyllable. Uh, there's one syllable for every word, so yeah. it's not faster to say GOTV, but people like abbreviations. Yeah. Um. So get out, get out the vote. Um. And so that is actually what campaigns are based around. Um. And so if you want to volunteer, you're not going to be sent to some angry Republican's doorstep who's going to yell at you about the Mexicans stealing all of our jobs. Yeah. Um. You're actually just going to talk to people and say why they should vote. Um, tell them where their nearest voting place is and, and those types of things. But then it's also, so So we live in California, is it even, like you were saying, there are battleground states or, you know, whatever. Where California is not a California is, is pretty blue and has been for a while, I think. And so it's... So, yes. Uh, will, you're saying my right, vote so, does not matter because I live in California. I mean, to a certain extent. Yes. Um, I mean, so, my theoretical vote being a non-citizen. Right. Well, your vote doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Vote, my, my vote literally doesn't your matter. Your vote you does not matter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't have, even have a vote. 
Um, no, I think people should vote um, for a lot of reasons. Um, if you support a candidate, you should vote for that candidate because that gives them political capital, which mm. is an awful phrase, but it's true. Like mm. one of the reasons we have, um, you know, Obamacare, we have the Affordable Care Act in America, is because Obama won with such a healthy margin in mm. two thousand eight that he was able to pass this piece of legislature. Mm. Um, it's we have a lot of presidents that have had meaningless terms because they won by a small margin. Hmm. Um, if you win by a large margin, it allows you to go out and do things. And but, so, I mean, do, do you think that? Sorry to interrupt, but do you no. think the Bush's first term was meaningless in that regard? Oh, I mean, obviously not. He he did uh, a lot of stuff. Right. He did a lot. I was going to say nine so, eleven helped, but I don't know if so, helped is quite the right. Go to the EPA. Right. Just, and so he won by there's, it. Right, there's there's different things. It's actually funny to think back and remember the 2000 election where... Um, they were the same. Well, we yeah. Bush ran on a very, like, moderate... Yeah, 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 yeah. A very yeah. moderate platform. Um, and so that is that is the big... <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> that is the big... The, the number one job of the president of the United States is to be commander-in-chief. And so you have to think that, you know, that is the first thing that you should think about. Um, I know that personally I was very uncomfortable with Mitt Romney being our commander-in-chief because of some of the things that he said about Iran and, and other countries mm. where I just, just, I did not like the way that things were going. Um, Wait, overly aggressive stuff? I don't have a good read on Mitt Romney and his foreign policy. No, I felt that if Mitt Romney was elected president that we would be at war with Iran. Oh, really? Yes. I so mean, he was a... Right. I, and it was, very it was very difficult to, to tell because... At that point in the election cycle, he's playing to a certain crowd, a very pro-Israel yeah. crowd, and you don't know how sincere his beliefs are and how much he's just trying to um, get the donations. Yeah. And so it was difficult, but but anyways, he was. Pl I felt that as commander in chief, he would. There were decisions that he would make that I was uncomfortable with, and so first and foremost, the president, where there's. There's not a lot of checks and balances as far as commander in chief. Like they mm. can do what they want, yeah. which brings us back to the you know Bush. Mm. Um, so you're also making me think about the current Republican field, and I was like, who should be commander in chief? And I was like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. No, I mean that. Uh, I'll take that, a Mitt Romney. Is that an option? <laughs> oh fuck! Right. That that is something that we should think about. That is, we in America we overrate what a president can actually do hmm. except for on foreign policy hmm. i mean he is the the president i said he that is the president <laughs> he or she well historically yeah. speaking historically right. speaking, he is he, correct yeah. Yeah. uh the president leads our our armed forces hmm. um and so you should absolutely that should be a consideration because outside of that you can have whatever type of politics you know and if you don't pass legislature as the president. If yeah. the Senate and House doesn't approve something, you can't sign it. Um, so first and foremost, you should think this is this is the person who's going to be leading our armed forces, yeah. um, which is where we spend a ungodly amount of money. But what if yeah, you don't do you think, think we should be doing that? I was going to say, do you think that's a dangerous precedent to say, like, okay, our president is the leader of our armed forces, therefore but that's you're going to have a whole That's the system that we've, we've set up. Yeah. Um, I would actually say that the... The response to that should be we should care less about who is the president we should care more about who is representing us in congress and the mm. house of representatives mm. unfortunately that's not exciting <laughs> uh, yeah 
That's true. So, um, but but we should we should care more about who represents us in the House and the Senate. They put that's more influential in what passes or what does not pass than yeah. than the president. Yeah. So I, I I wanted to ask about the get out the vote if I can go back to that a little bit. So 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 we so we were saying that uh, say Romney talks very much to the right and is encouraging the right, and that's maybe you're saying like okay. What you do is you don't go out to people on the opposite side of the of the aisle and try and get them to vote. You get your own people to right. vote. How come it seems to me that a lot of the Democrats try and speak to the middle um, when they're in the primaries? Where, it, to me personally, it feels like the right tends to go further right. Uh, do do, do no. people feel that's the case? Or sorry, like... yeah, it, sorry. I think you're right. If they're trying to get out of the vote, it'd be Hillary would just be wearing a T-shirt with Black Lives Matter, right? printed on it i mean she's 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 i think she's been like, talking about that more recently but, but if you were like trying to get the core out it'd be like gays everywhere i'm going back to universal health care it, it would get out the core democrats democrats i think 100 percent. i totally understand where you guys are coming from and saying that but but i don't think that you relate a lot to the blue collar uh democrat Mm. The guy that's a mem- the guy that's away, a right? member of the, the of the union in in Ohio. Um, but I mean, who or I mean, so. But that's all been slipping right for a long time, right? There's, we need we, you yes. need to not say right and like that's been slipping, slipping to the right, conserv- right to the Republicans. Okay, yeah, like blue collar workers have and and I haven't not seen associate. Hillary do a lot of unions a good kind of thing. It is definitely something that we see as progressive that is is that it is slipping right it is yeah. slipping right but it's something that hillary can't concede hmm. um, right there's gonna be a lot of no no democrat can concede the labor vote mm-hmm. they just can't do it um especially because you when you look at battleground states like ohio yeah, um, yeah pennsylvania yeah. Hmm. um so no i i mean i i think that you still have to play to blue collar workers that are not as friendly with uh issues issues that are progressive but, yeah yeah but uh, no like socially progressive issues like you know right right so exactly yeah, yeah. Um, i mean we want to ignore it but hillary clinton is very late on on issues yeah, about gay marriage yeah yeah definitely um i feel like there's been a lot of that i, I find it interesting that uh, most of the Republican runners right now are even later on uh, that it seems like 70% back. No, 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 sorry. No one, sorry, I was going to say 70% of the U.S. population, I think it's it's close to 70% has said like, yeah, gay marriage, cool. Um, none of the Republican uh, candidates of which 16, I think 18 maybe? Well, they're still electable. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, so like none of them have said, all of them have said from degrees of it's a states' rights issue. Too, I'm going to repeal it as soon as I get into but office. But very few have said I'm going to repeal it as soon as I get into office. I think There's that of, yeah. I think that uh, we should pause for a moment as Americans and say that look at the Republican Party today and the people that are running to be the next representative of the Republican Party mm-hmm. running for the president of the United States, and they cannot take a position. Mm-hmm that is different than what Obama took in 2008 when he was not for gay marriage. Mm. He was for civil rights. Right. Mm, he yeah. was very wishy-washy. And, yeah, he definitely was. And eight, not even eight years later, as a Republican, you cannot take a position to the, to the right of his position and be a serious contender. Yeah. 
I, I think I, that's uh, that that's is pretty, really amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. really amazing. I I, I really do feel like if, if you're an American right now, hold on, just pat yourself on the back. <laughs> just pat, like we did one, we did one. We thing did one right. thing. We did one thing no, right. We had one I, job. I, I, you I, can no longer score political points by disparaging the homosexual community. That's yeah. actually, and that's like uh, something that's happened in our lifetime. Yeah, I don't know. We'll wait on that one. Sorry, we got on some, the national got, scene. On the national scene, we have African American civil rights, and trust me, you can still fucking <laughs> score points in the Republican on Party. The, yeah, on the national scene, locally, yeah. there's there's lots of things, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely feel like Obama's done a lot, and <clears throat> excuse me, we even didn't as, do anything on this point except for a couple no, no, no. Of but sorry, I feel like uh, I feel like the U.S. has come a long way in the the eight years or so, or well, seven years, um, and I. I feel like Obama gets a lot of shit from the left um, for not doing quote-unquote enough. enough. Right. Um, and I feel like as a European, I look at the US right now and I'm like, oh, it's a fucking shit show. Like, you know, at least the UK... I mean, we had a pretty bad election. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, UKIP's got Let's seats. not bring up the... Well, the... I, I know. I, it, it was funny, though, like, looking at the UK election, which happened a couple of months ago, and it doesn't seem that dire compared with the US. Like, really? I saw, I saw a lot of my friends complain that David Cameron got in, and I'm like, he's dismantling the NHS a little bit, but, you know, we still have the NHS? Like, it's, I mean... But, but he, a nationalist socialist right. party won multiple seats. Won three seats, and the leader did not win his. They've kind of been eviscerated, I feel. Um, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how... It's how different it with coalition governments. It's a yeah, little yeah. bit different with coalition yeah. governments. But, we, but still, like... I will say, I can say a lot of shit about the Republican Party. I cannot say they're a nationalist socialist party. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trump is the front runner right now. Just gonna... Yeah. Throw that one out there. Right. I know he didn't use the front runner. Doesn't right. describe himself in those terms, but a couple I of I feel like you've been talking about Trump's just shooting fish in a barrel. You just, like... Yeah. yeah, but doesn't the fact that so I because Trump is the front runner, it just tells me how fragmented the Republican Party mm. really oh, is. Yeah, mm. definitely. That is pretty much everybody else is just going to solidify into. Sorry, he's got his eighteen percent. Everybody else is fighting over the other right. percent. No one thinks that Donald Trump can be a president. Right. Yeah. That is not if, possible. If Bush drops out, Trump's numbers are not going to jump because his right. backers, right. whatever. Right. Like, that's not happening. Wait, but do you think Trump is, in the long run, a bad thing for Democrats more than Republicans? No. No? That's a tough call. No Democrat is afraid of Donald Trump. No, no, no. No, no not sorry, afraid I'm for saying, winning. I'm saying, like, at the moment, uh, well, sorry, so obviously at the moment, the Republicans can focus their, their attacks on Hillary, right? The Democrats cannot focus their attacks but anywhere. No, the Democrats, uh, the Republicans cannot focus their attacks on Hillary because there's so much in party fighting. There's been very little attacks of Hillary. Yeah, sorry, they're he, well, they're trying to make her look elitist. Yeah, long term fashioning of her image, right? And then will they uh, be successful? On sorry, that? and then they're they're helping to fund Encourage. our favorite candidate who we're funding, Sanders. Right, right. Um, which is everybody who backs Sanders knows the game. And we're gonna back him as our little protest, and then we're immediately gonna go by Miller. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like I love that guy, and I love what he's saying, and I really wish there fantastic. was a chance. Right, fantastic. It's a way to have a three-party, four-party system. Mm-hmm. Is I'm like, okay, if I could actually get some seats in Congress, he represents yeah. who right. I want. There's, there's elements to his platform that should. I mean, he is. 
I love Sanders for what he's forcing Hillary to do. Mm. Because Sweet. otherwise, she could just cakewalk. She could just do nothing for the next six months. Yeah. And he is, he's focusing the issues on some things that she has blind spots to or that she hasn't been great on, so specifically one, financial. No, I would yeah. say universal yeah. health care. He's been, like, nonstop, like every other fucking Western country, we need universal health care. Which... Hillary was the first person in America to propose on a large scale universal health care in America. Yeah. Right. She is, that was her first real personal political entrance. And sure. now she doesn't support the thing that was her well, first thing. Of course, the first time it was, it was pretty It didn't go well. It did not go well. It did not go well. It was very, very, it was very, it was, yeah. No, so I don't blame her for her position on this, but I'm also like, no, but I want you to know that there are people who supported you and are like, oh my God, if we go back to 1993, and your single payer healthcare plan yeah. could have gone through, we'd be in much better shape in America. And there's a lot of people who believe that. Maybe not more than fifty percent, and that's fine. But with enough marketing and people know that that's a valid belief. No, I I'm yeah. totally on board. I believe that we are working towards that. Like my parents don't even think that there is a archetype of kind of just like Republicans. They think that everyone thinks that that would be a terrible idea. Like, they just don't even think that there's right. a person who thinks that that would be a good and idea. And that's why universal health care was a bad idea in 94, no, 93 yeah, yeah, and 94, yeah, yeah. and why Obamacare, which, I mean, is the Affordable Care not. Right, the Affordable <laughs> Care Act is, there's a lot of problems with it, and I feel like, hmm. like, if we're being honest, we should just talk about that. Like, this is yeah. something that came out of the Heritage Foundation. Like, this is just a step closer yeah. to better it's very care. conservative it's I mean, very 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 yeah. conservative yeah. it's just better than what we used to have okay so if you argue that okay bernie sanders saying yes we need a better healthcare, we need universal health care and your parents are like oh shit i didn't realize people actually thought that can you use exactly the same argument about trump like we're sat here as the democrats thinking maybe like you, yeah. oh shit maybe we should build a well, giant wall well, having a multi-party mexico wait, wait. Like, having a multi-party system is good I definitely yeah. think it is because, I, I sorry, you agree. need the UK. Like Trump is is US Kip. Yeah, he is the US Kip. Uh, right. right. Yeah, and like if they had a person running, he would win that. He'd but win then, the Tea Party election right. this year. So I'm like, I I'm, I'm worried that that Trump, when he inevitably drops out, is going to make the rest of them look sane. And that's where I'm worried about the yeah. Democrats. After, like a tone like, no, right that, now I'm yes, like Jeb abso- Bush? We're not even listening to the about building a wall. Absolutely. Yeah. He definitely makes Jeb Bush look more reasonable. I right. mean, this is... Romney had this in 2012. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of crazy candidates, and the entire time... Really crazy? Sorry. Kane? Kane uh, Bachman? Yeah. Like, yeah, there was like, a lot of crazy uh, people. Uh, what, who was the guy who couldn't remember the three things? Um, Texas, Texas guy. Rick Perry. Yeah, Rick Perry. Is he really I thought I heard he was running. He may again. have announced or not. Uh, no one's taking him seriously. <laughs> no, but he had a not, number of crazies. Yeah, there was a lot of crazies wrong. in 2012, Sorry. and it was Wait, just. Did Palin run? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, but... no. She was not in the debates, at least I believe. Um, we should have Palin on this podcast. She gets drunk a lot uh, and speaks in public. We, so... should, we should actually have a August 8th is when the Republican primary uh, First debate. debate. No okay, way! Like, we're, we're not going to be around. That should no, be a podcast. Not. Holy moly! That would. Be I was amazing. thinking about throwing a. Throwing Wait, a so so, so who's the first? We so, will show up to all of the rest of them. So I'm intrigued the how they because it's who's the first network? Do you know offhand? Because it's I don't know. they choose the top 
10, right? Because then, because right now, I think it's 16 or so. Right, right. There's, so they choose there's the... debate about who is actually going to be invited and right. everything. Because yeah. I think most of the networks I've seen have said... You can't have everyone. Right. And so it's like whoever's yes, the can. top 10... Yes, you can. No, no, no. no. They've said, they all like, talk at once. Right. They've said there's going to be 10, I think. And they're like, okay, the polls on the, I don't know, two days before, they're like, okay, that's going to be our 10 candidates. And I'm like, okay, you have chosen to get rid of the other six at that mm. point. You, as a network, have mm. way more power than the voters in, in February yes. or whatever. It's true. Yes. And Definitely. so I'm, I'm interested, because I know in the UK there was a lot of debate about, because we, we've just started having televised uh, debates, and there was a lot of debate about who should be on. We traditionally have three main parties, and they're like, well, there's a couple of UKIP, there's the Green Party, there's Scottish National Party, the Plaid right. Cymru, the Welsh Party... And they're all like, well, we should have... Right, do you legitimize these parties by right. inviting them, or are you excluding them by not inviting them? Exactly. And so there was... I can't even remember who... Yeah, they can you just make a bullshit party and be like, but Hampton's... Sorry, it's up to the Hampton's network. 50% off sale party. Right, and right. if the network... Or come out to my store. It's up to the network at that point. The yeah. network's like, yeah, okay, we'll invite Hampton's 50% off party. Like, yeah, you can come on. And, yeah... I'm excited to see Trump in this debate because he's still polling pretty high from what I've yeah. seen. Yeah, he's, he's good yeah. on his feet, too. These other people don't know how to deal on their feet. Yeah. Like, he's, he does. He's, he's done, entertaining. We have to give him yeah. that. He's entertaining. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he knows in his moment thing. Like, so, doing TV, yeah. he's... So, a lot of these other people are, like, they do an interview every, like, two months. Like, well, a lot like, of these other people are also pretending to be what they think is electable. Mm, and yeah, Trump yeah. is not pretending to nope. be that. That's no. true. Um, and so they have this translation when they're asked a question that they need to tell the something that they need to give the correct answer to. Yeah. That does not go through Donald Trump's mind. He doesn't think what is the right thing to answer. Yeah, it's true. He just goes. Like, so, so you're saying it's a little bit like the Miss America competition. <laughs> they're like, "What do you think about universal peace?" And well, I think that peace is a good thing, and that we IR. should all have our freedoms. And that everyone should just live their lives right. happy. Yeah. And exactly. you're like, you're like yeah. that's not a real answer. Right. When a question is, is posed to Donald Trump, he just starts answering it. Every, like, everyone else Right. Everyone else like thinks yeah. like Yeah. What, well, it's what, like how country, do I feel? We have to think about right. This. How do I feel does not yeah. no. does it not factor you, in. It, how should I answer this? And then how much will this affect the base of the Republican Party? Yeah. How much of this will upset the Tea Parties? How much of this is going to put off the independent part and so that's why you have these very wishy-washy yeah. answers about issues about the confederate flag let's say like yeah. when, when that wasn't that was everybody ridiculous. was shocked that they had an actual opinion like, at some point I, I think that it's probably a state rights issue <laughs> and you know i don't think it's great but i don't they should not tell people what they should do yeah and it was the most wishy-washy really answers was, yeah. you know, Trump, eventually makes... they all went I think we should take it down. Right. Yeah. As, soon as, as, like, as soon as this decision oh, was shit. made, yeah, yeah. I was like, Confederate flag, oh, bad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it's... I've always hated the Confederate yeah. flag. I've oh, said again and again, the Confederate flag is awful. It makes you appreciate how much trouble the editors of The Apprentice must have to go through with Trump answering questions. And they're just like, nope, cutting all of that shit. It's true. He's just so used to spewing whatever, and they'll find some nuggets in it. But yeah. So amazing. you're saying Trump is the political version of we have a microphone. Mm. Where we don't edit and we just say we do not edit it out there. Just All put out it out there. there. Later, we'll be quoted here. And oh, Mike and I got a big uh, oh yes. uh, hit recently. Yeah, we uh, recently got added a couple lists. 
On Twitter. On Twitter. Oh, Twitter list. So this happens a lot, but whatever. It happened It happened you, to both of us recently. And have you seen on Twitter, funny. like, sometimes if someone adds you to a list, it comes up on your alerts. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, so it's like, added right. you to I, I don't know if you're popular enough to have this. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa. dude. <laughs> Come on. Several thousand Twitter, Twitter users. There you go. Right, Find me so, entertaining enough to follow. So, uh, Michael and I, yesterday, finally... Mm-hmm reach the point in our careers where we are what are we uh stalinists and fascists uh okay. yeah it was uh, american elephant was his name i don't know what that means i'm guessing some say the name so uh, that no no no, no, no that, that wasn't we don't his... feedback no, in the sorry. system they that, was, just all that wasn't off. his handle so you can't like google this this person um but uh someone so added you to the list stalinists and fascists yeah. uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna phrase this person just asshat so asset, asset. this asset, too. this yeah. asset, which is yeah. I yeah, it's pretty cool now. Last couple of years of being like very out and LGBT activist on Twitter has made. I've been called a fascist so many times. That oh, it's I, amazing. Yeah, just nonstop. Uh, yeah, hold I, on. If people aren't calling you a fascist on Twitter, then you're not doing Twitter <laughs> correctly. Like in Stalinist, I'm like. I'm pretty sure me and Stalin don't agree on much. Right. Like, let's just be honest right. here. I don't think Stalinists and fascists agree on much. I mean... I... Like, I'm a leftist capitalist. I feel like me <laughs> right. and Stalin don't get along a lot. Right. I'm really into a lot of freedoms and shit. Right, so... I believe that people should be able to own personal property. Yeah. yeah. But I also think, like, maybe people shouldn't go, like, without food. Yeah, a little bit. There has yeah, to be somewhere in the yeah. middle. There has to be in the somewhere in the middle where I'm saying you and, can own a house and also people shouldn't starve sorry, to death. And legally, you can say mm. pretty much whatever you want. Legally. Right, yes. Yep. In, in a criminal way, maybe not civil. That's, that's between yep. you and our civil courts. But yeah, no, still I don't agree on much. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should have gay sex, say whatever the hell you want, and take a little bit of money. And start your own business. Right, on board with all of these things. Yeah, what the fuck's... Anyhow, I was it's reading, funny. I was reading the other day about uh, the capitalist system in North Korea, which is evolving now. I didn't realize this was a thing, but apparently it's uh, there were a couple of New York Times reporters who went undercover or something, and apparently there's this whole like I could the market has to like yeah come out of making these like fake wax fruits for you to make these fake grocery stores. Like <laughs> there yeah. has to be, capitalism needs to like somehow yeah. there's a no, seed of capitalism. It's a lot of a lot of um like. Uh, women whose husbands go to work in factories and stuff, they start like growing vegetables and, and like bartering and stuff. It's like Wait, a whole... which... the highest performing like slave labor camps, right? Exactly. Like... <laughs> no, which is why, and this is why libertarians are right. Somalia and North Korea have the best economies of any countries in the it's whole true. world. It's true. No regulation is stopping yeah. their fruit sales. We should ask Grandpa. So they're that. just like it is like entrepreneurial chaos in both those countries right have i ever told you about my favorite thing in the world the thing that will always in in my deepest and darkest moments will always make me just not laugh but smirk i'm not gonna make a joke (laughs) you just set me up to okay what 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 a libertarian playing sim city okay (laughs) just just let me think about it let me think about it just think like doing planning Right, I love the idea of like a libertarian, like a sincere, like wholehearted libertarian, like trying to like set up the SimCity. Tax like, rate zero. But, right, no taxes. Why doesn't the free market just take care of everything? <laughs> the free market should take care of everything. We don't need to provide people with social welfare. We don't need to have a police force. Roads. Roads. The c- companies yeah. will build roads. If companies you build, ro- if right, you put if a commercial you build district, a store, you're going to build a road to it. We don't need the the federal government to do anything. 
That is pretty funny. Your Stalinist road system that's in a grid. I just think about, like, you know, this libertarian taking a break from commenting on Reddit (laughs) (laughs) to play SimCity and just being sincerely confused. So now you're announcing Rand Paul's SimCity 2016... (laughs) And you just maybe, start the game and walk away. Yeah, and, and, and it all sort of perfect. Yeah. And, and and twelve hours later, you beat it. Yeah, you have a utopia existed. There's like commercial space area. planes, yep. and yeah, and no, Rand gives you a hug. <laughs> no, and Rand gives you a slightly disappointing look. Yeah, I think well, it's yeah, a more correct Anne Rand. Obviously, I um, love. I love. Sorry, I I I can. Can I talk about? Ayn oh, you can talk about. I love Ayn Rand's mis- uh, I love Ayn Rand and I love her misinterpretation by Republicans so much. That's like my oh, favorite thing. Christian's misinterpreting yeah. Ayn Rand oh, that is, is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Is that a Tumblr? Because oh. that could be a Tumblr. Oh. It should be a Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> like his 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 uh, very Christian Wait. and uh, Republican family love Ayn Rand. And I'm like, you know, she was like super atheist, super pro abortion. I mean, no. Wait, we should explain but, who Ayn Rand is. I'm just to be clear for anybody uh, who is. Okay, no, I'll right. explain it. I'll explain. It. Just okay, okay. Justin, if go. you're listening, imagine the worst person in the world. <laughs> that's not fair. You're done. No, you're that's done. That's it. That's not fair. Game over. I don't think that's fair. Awful, awful human okay. being. She hated charity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna give. Ayn Rand was a. She Russian. Yeah. She was born in Russia. She was born in Russia. Moved to America, uh, in like the 30s, I think. Something like that, Sounds and well, she's right? a, a very brutalist kind of woman. Very brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. who had very clear ideas uh, about what the ideals of humanity were. So right. first of all, they were selfish, and they were yes, um, self interest, and, and and they it's were objectivism. Objectivism, Ob- yes. yeah, and they were perfect. So the idea is that. Um, the the ultimate great people, the Ubermensch, right, striving towards a yeah, perfect, were, right. were perfect, and that uh, society was just trying to stop these Ubermensch from or Ubermenschen, Ubermenschen for a German joke. If anyone's a German, <laughs> wait, speaker. clearly means, I was using oh what Ubermenschen is the female form of Ubermensch. Okay. So <laughs> sorry, we're at, we're at like a like super tech, okay. I'm like I smirked. Okay, yeah. thank you. No, and then kind of like uh, Oliver, she wrote books. She was a novelist, and all of her books are basically like books. she was yeah. not a great writer. No, no, if not you, a great writer. If you like her ideas, that's one thing, but don't tell me she's a good writer. That's so, offensive to me as a writer. Yeah, here, here's her book. I'm a really handsome guy who's very talented. The system tries to stop me from expressing my talent. Oh, wait, exactly. Wait, sorry, you forgot the. Uh, I'm a woman, and I like kind of getting raped. That's another. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely some weird stuff in there yeah. for that. How did? Ayn Rand uh, so, not write Twilight. Oh, see, yeah, that's pretty. How did that happen? Yeah, it's kind of like pre-Twilight. I think that I'm missing how the Twilight. Like, no, just like bad writing, very simplistic ideas. It's very simplistic. Very yeah. misogynist. Yeah, a it, little, she's a little rapey. Yeah. She's a computer programmer writing a book yeah. about the most perfect idealistic okay, so world. I read The Fountainhead and I kind of loved it. Just because it's so weird and so simplistic it, and childish. As a, piece, as a work of science fiction, like you can read it and be like, "Wow, this is interesting." Yeah. But if you sit, if you read that and think like, "This is this explains my world," yeah. there's something wrong with your head. But yeah, it's like, definitely. But it's like literary cubism. Exactly. I read it not really I understanding will, the. You people. should be proud of that. Yeah, you should it. be proud it's of what that. It, it's because the world is these weird jagged edges in her books. Like everything's very it's terrible, blocky, and very like. 
I don't know these little the yeah. little vignettes of something perfect, and then but I then think... people will act irrationally, very irrationally oh, in a bureaucratic yeah. sense. So it'll be like I made the best painting, and then my boss cut it. Right. And then burned it and pissed on it and then sent me out. And I'm like... Because he was jealous wait. of my jawbones. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? Why? What? I don't even understand what you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, so, so, so Ayn Rand has become this, like, figurehead of of kind of libertarianism, but it's yeah, like a very American, American Christian yeah. libertarianism. And yeah. so Ayn Rand herself was super, super li- actual libertarian, like, atheist. Right. So, like, wait, wait, Rand Paul choose... is named after yes. Ayn, Ayn Rand. Yeah, Ayn Rand. So, like... We have a presidential candidate who is named after this person. Right. And she, right. Is, she is way non-Christian. Yes, like, absolutely. Super atheist. Far, right. yeah. super atheist. And she's I, like, she Christians is, are dumb is, and yeah. stupid. Right. Yeah. I need to she's die. She's more atheist than I am. Yeah. yeah. And she is brutal. Way more and atheist than I am. I love the fact that she's become this figurehead of, like, kind of, like, fakey. Almost like Jesus is kind of, like, a yeah. fakey, like, for a Republican. It's like, well, he was the Prince of Peace, but, like, no one came to Iran. Like, that, like <laughs> right? No, yeah. she's she is a very good political figure for people who are Christians, but uh, don't want to be like hung up with actually reading the Bible. Right? Exactly. It's like Sermon peace on the Mount. And, like I don't uh, like uh, Sermon on yeah. the Mount. Well, well, I don't. Prince actually, of yeah. Peace. Prince of fucking nukes, man. Right. Right. Let's just make a parking lot out of the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that'll, that'll solve our terrorism issue. Yeah. Hashtag um, Jesus twenty twelve. Right. Yeah, I'm just going to the last election. Yeah, right. a bit late for that one. Right. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, Rand Paul is pretty funny. I uh, That was called a Linton segue, by the way. Uh, no, but yeah, but uh, Anne Rand's hilarious. Ayn Rand, she's, yeah. Ayn Rand is Ayn, super. Ayn Rand, Rand. So every time no you ever hear... No one actually knows how to pronounce. A, yeah. Every time you hear a super conservative, it'd be like, I love Ayn Rand. You're going to be like, oh, you're oh, right, no, Jesus. Pro-choice. Yeah, you're pro-choice. Right, that's and right, and you hate... You, yeah, hate you hate religion. religion. Jesus yeah. is like the worst. You You're right. He's the thing. That's, just so that's amazing. I didn't know you thought also, that. Also, and they was... will start crying because they're like, "She didn't think that." You're like, "No, she absolutely did." Go yep. read. But ah. that's actually not the worst thing. Her opinions about charity are the worst thing in the world because it was like charities for the weak. Or yeah. something. Right? No, like, she was not about charity at no. all. And that is the one thing that like libertarian Christians love charity. Yes, right, right. they're right. like that. Would that's how we'll fix everything? Right. We'll get rid of it's welfare. It's not social welfare. Yeah, we'll it's just the give good money. Being Christian. Right. Rich, rich people will because give money. There's actually, and I don't like libertarians. I don't like libertarians. <laughs> yeah, they no, drive me. Why? I know that everyone's surprised by that, but there are some people that are think like, well, I'm a good person. If I'm a good enough person, we don't need the the federal government to act as a good person yeah. on my behalf. Um, and there's some people that live that life that are trying to actually like help people and think that it is their own personal responsibility and not the federal government's responsibility. That's actually like, I kind of get that. Mm. I kind of get that. But when you scale that, that fucking shit does not yeah. work. Yep. People do not do that. We need to take yeah. care of, of everyone else in our society. Yeah. We can't leave it up to personal decisions. But it's also not your first job. Like, it's not your career. Like, if you're a libertarian and has a little bit of money, and you're like, I'm going to give some cash to a homeless person on the corner. That's not the same as a structured program. Right. For no, retraining. exactly. There and are, then, right, that it, there are a lot of holes in that net. Like, even yeah. your, and, if you fund a training, or whatever, tra- uh, 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 some sort of right, charity, yeah, yeah. or like, well, is that the right one? Are you an expert in yeah. this? Like, but, what the hell? But what Ron Paul would say is that if everyone act like me, we would be okay. And that's, I mean, it's actually... That's a, not true. I don't, so I don't even, I reject that. 
Just straight that he in. would say that? No, no, that that, that would be true. Even wait, if everyone wait. was super conscientious and everyone gave, that would not fix this. No. Like, there's not. something really no. important about looking I, uh, abs- uh, abstractly and uh, almost impassionately. That So, it brings me back to death panels. Where as Americans... Did yeah, we, were we also, on death panels? Hold on. At all? We're going there. We're, we're going there. there. Somehow so, we've done two podcasts and I haven't talked about death, so let's bring it on. <laughs> let's bring it on. So, Americans, we have this boogeyman idea of a group of experts who know something, and if they're making any judgment, actually, at all... Hmm. It is terrifying. Right. So that is this, this whole boogie, this whole boogeyman, this whole idea that there would be this horrible, soulless, mean tribunal. Of, it's actually kind of true. I find that with doctors in the US, like there's definitely an idea. I know more. I've seen some ads on TV. I know what drug I need. Like, hey, okay, okay, write, write me this prescription. I got it. Sorry. To like, be fair, this fear of but, right. No, that exists. Other countries and also don't have to be that. fair. Like doctors do know more than me. No, sorry, I'm, I, uh, like, as a British person, I'm just, like, totally, I roll over as soon as, I'm super authoritarian in that regard, I'm just like, yeah, of course, you went to school for, like, ten years, of course you fucking know what but, drug I need. So the way like, the British healthcare system works is that there are guidelines written. Like, do- every doctor works by guidelines. So if right. you come in and say I have a headache, there are the three questions they're supposed to ask. And then there's the first drug that they're supposed to give you that's the least side effects, the most, like... Everything cost benefit. They work through everything, and in America that creeps us out. Like well, it drives we have us that crazy to some extent. But but yes, there's there's we. But have... we don't have it. There is not a when you go to the doctor and you say, "Oh, this hurts." It's only between you and your ability to sue them that any professional ethics come in. Like they could just be like, "Oh, I think you're fine." Well, no, uh, that's true. But there are standards set by like Medicare that this is how much we pay for this treatment. Mm. And but which treatment is preferable in, in what right, order absolutely. and how? So, absolutely. The, so other countries... And that's why when people who have insurance go to American hospitals, like they, you're getting, you're actually getting pretty she, shitty treatment yeah. because they're just like running up the bill because they know your insurance company will pay for it. Right. And so it's like but, you're not... You think that because you have this great insurance that you're getting great care. You're not, not right. either. Right. No one's getting great care in America. But this is where, like, experts matter. And I feel like in America, I wish we could get more okay with this idea. Like, uh, medical experts who are running statistics on what interventions at what point have real positive outcome. Mm. Um, and what's the trade-offs for everybody um, is really useful. And, like, this whole idea of charity being, like, something that you just... Well, I'm so good at running a car dealership that I should decide right. who gets my funding for charity... Where people could go, okay, let's look across the country in urban and suburban environments. Let's analyze different risk groups. Like, it's entirely different to do a lot of money and a lot of effort and Mm. figure out, kind of brutally, like, look, you know what? Giving a dollar to somebody in the corner does not help. Like, we're going to stop giving away a dollar. We're going to do this instead, and we're going to analyze it. And why don't we do that? Right. Giving a dollar to someone on the corner does not help in a very long-term perspective. Giving $10 to a a lunch program. Let's say it's a lunch program. Like, uh, they bring out lunch. Let's say you want to give that. But but what I would argue is I will give someone on the corner a dollar. And I know that's not the most efficient use of that dollar Mm -hmm. if I could give it to a program. But I also know that there's holes in this program that are not meeting the needs of people. And so I'll give it to a, a dollar to the person on the corner. 
and you might say like, oh, like a, he's going to go. A dollar, use... you're really cheap. I a dollar fifty. I usually <laughs> I include I include whatever changes in my pocket. But no, people would say is like, oh, they're just going to go use it on alcohol. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to use it on anyways. <laughs> of course, they right. should use it right, on alcohol. Right. Like it's... I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. No, but I I, I don't have a problem with the giving money and its effects. I have a problem with us. Rejecting the idea that bureaucracy and sorry that that systemized organized uh, understanding of how to deal with the problems of society has value. Like I will personally make a better decision with my money than this group will. Right, and I I, that works for a lot of things. It does not work for tackling sticky, complicated problems that you don't. Right, no, we can absolutely we can absolutely deal with this by funding these systemic. Things that that focus their efforts on these systemic issues, and then when we see someone poor on the street, that is very very rare, and mm. we're like, holy shit, this person doesn't have food. Let me give them money. Yeah. Whereas instead, we don't fund these these uh, different groups that try to solve these systemic issues, and mm. so our streets are constantly full of people who are falling through the nets, and we're yeah. saying, yeah. I can't give money to everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, like, I agree. personal, right, no, well, I mean, going back to, like, Ron Paul, like, he thinks that if everyone acted like him, it, the issues would be solved. Hmm. I understand that that's absolutely not true, but if we had these systemic foundations that worked to solve these issues, then in the rare case that someone slipped through the net, we could all, like, hey, oh my, can you believe this person doesn't have money for food? Like, yes, yeah. take five dollars. right. At and we would be okay. I will say in other Western countries that doesn't even happen. People don't even slip through the net. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's funny the attitude towards charity in the US versus the UK is very marked. I think, um, like my parents, like give charity in like a weird kind of abstract way almost, and you know they go to maybe a fundraiser at the school or something. But there's definitely uh, um, an assumption that there are safety nets. And it's definitely less libertarian, kind of U.S. style, at least compared with Hampton's parents. Of like, no, I need to take it on myself to help this one person I found, like, right. to you know do well at school, or I'm gonna give them books or whatever. And so there's definitely a difference in that. But then uh, in Cambridge, for example, there's definitely a different um, uh, uh, people who are without a home in Cambridge. Um, there's there's a magazine they sell and it's definitely more I don't know it feels different from people. Well, they're part of a magazine. program like the so the only so there's rough sleeping youth who are not interested in mm-hmm. they're just doing their thing the rebellion and then there's people who were like homeless yeah. rough sleeping who are now part of a program that's funded by the government selling things. Right. And And so in in, in Cambridge, you pass people selling magazines on the street. The big issue is the big one in the UK. And you buy the big issue, and that goes towards them. They keep a a, a large profit. I mean, basically in Europe, there are no rough... Outside of gypsy communities, which are kind of a complicated issue to get into uh, overall. But uh, outside of that, there's almost no rough sleeping uh, people looking for jobs or places to sleep. Like, that's not a thing. And in America, it's just like so normal. It is very normal. Hmm. No, it just like, we can get, I mean, right? we don't I mean, have you... we don't have the time to get into why that is normal. Hmm. Sure, it's because we can talk about the mental health issues in America and why. Oh yeah, yeah. tons I of mean, stuff there. That is yeah, totally. 
if we're talking about why people are living on the streets in America, it's because of mental mental health issues, and we yeah, don't respect absolutely. that 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 is actually a physical issue. But then it's funny. So I feel that people are more open to talking about mental health issues in the U.S. And maybe that's like kind of middle class and up rich white people yeah. are willing to talk about it compared with the U.K., where mental oh, health is definitely yeah, no, no. Uh, in America. We're totally fine with white people having mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely fine. No, being like I'm it's a little sad. Fine. When someone and then right, I hear voices right, and you're on the street. When a young white boy shoots up something, like obviously he, there's something wrong with his head. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm. So we have a we have a perspective on mental health issues, and I, I mean, it's also true. Like there is something wrong with his head. We just right. don't, it's too complicated for it. I don't think that the three of us will solve it on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Shit. Fingers crossed. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah. Fingers crossed. But I... so, so an old friend of mine posted something. I'm just getting into the last political okay, strong point. Or like I thought it was pretty crazy. And he was just talking about like the uh <clears throat> sorry, the recent attacks in South Carolina and whatever another shooting and, and <laughs> that could apply to you like yeah. it just keeps going right by it the time this podcast comes out there's going to be like three be more mass yeah. shootings because it's we don't really care about yeah and and it you know I, he just said like he's like i realized once sandy hook happened and america was like well yeah i guess like 10 kids is fine oh yeah like once we it's all so decided though yeah oh. once we kind of decided that children were okay oh god then after this we're just like Oh, three adults in a movie theater watching a feminist movie? Oh. Yeah, whatever. I mean, they're not children. No, oh. so there was this line yeah, we all... I'm sorry, Justin, for ruining you. Um, no, but we um, passed this weird line, right? No, it's we passed true. This line. So the good. problem is that it's true. Yeah. Because like, now I'm just like, oh, okay, again. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm... Whatever. No, with the last, like, the last few ones, I've realized, like, we don't care. And yeah. that... Destro- I don't kind of care in a way. That destroys me. Like, I, I, it, I, I, it I, I, Part really, of me is just like, now I'm like, It oh, really, really again. bothers me. Like, we just... We don't... There's I'm no... Like, you want to check my iPhone? Did we get... Do we have another one? Yeah. Well, that... No, I have my whole rant about push notifications. It's really, really fucked up that when my phone buzzes, I don't know whether it's a picture from my sister of my niece reading a book or news that 12 people were shot in a theater in South fucking Carolina. Yeah. Like, what does that do to your psyche? That's true. Uh, that was Louisiana. Well. Well, that ends our episode of <laughs> anyway being pedantic yeah. at the wrong moment. Um, um, yeah, so I'm, uh, I've am i been Hampton this entire time. I've been Michael, mostly. I'm still trying to be Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, thanks for being here and uh, letting us talk some serious-ass politics. Yeah. Thank you for the for this. You're it was amazing. Fun. It was you're, fun. Ama- you're amazing. I did not talk about death or my love life at all. I brought up death. Success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, till next time. <laughs>